da, 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 da. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? It's uh, a little thing we're going to start doing, a little podcast here. Uh, it's called The Hammer. Uh, we're going to be talking about music, uh, movies, current world events. It's going to be myself, Brandon Travelstead. Myself, Piss. Pistol, Lickle. Pistol, 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 uh, if, you know, scenarios like zombies, you know, end-of-the-world scenarios. And we're kind of in one of those that could go, you know... I feel like it could go either way. Like, honestly, we're, we're stuck in the... Either it gets cured, or shit just goes to shit. Zero to one hundred scenario. Like, yeah, it's already sure. hit the fan. Like, last month, no one took the shit seriously. It was like, that's all happening in China. It's, like, all fine. And then America hits, and it's like... It's like, douche. Like, we're buying toilet paper and fucking stabbing people. Yeah, that's something I don't understand either, is the yeah. whole toilet paper thing, man. But anyway, so, like... Well, I don't understand is why someone's stabbing them over water. We have, like, lakes or, like, half water. I'm not too sure, dude, <laughs> to be honest with you. Welcome to Southern Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happened in, uh... I want to say Florida, actually. No, that was that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got people buying seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer. Yeah. And selling them on what eBay? eBay, yeah. Amazon. Amazon. They've already uh, sent out a message and like banned them saying that dude's a piece of shit. <laughs> that, I'm just gonna say that right now that that guy who did that, who bought all the hand sanitizer and was selling it on Amazon or eBay, you sir are a piece of shit. But let's be honest, the people that were buying them were boomers. Probably. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know what the heck was going on. Well, now I feel like a dick because the stores are cleared and older people are like, I need this for my sick wife and all that. It's like, that should make you feel bad if you did. Oh, did you do oh, that? I didn't you do did. That. No. You did. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I felt really downplaying it because everyone's got carts full of shit and I just just lie like, I'm like, oh, this oh is this. I'm buying fucking candy over here. People, <laughs> people are like buying canned food. I'm just like, by the droves. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what would you do if a zombie, like, so we're gonna go yeah the scenario here man is definitely um well with my background i got a little bit of weaponry at the house we've got some supplies saved up but let's say this crap hit the fan and we are electricity no more water no more um i guess i'm just gonna fortify things up you know at the house and make sure that my family's safe that's the number one thing right there because you don't know, first of all, where I live at too, um, I'm on a main road, so that kind of sucks. So I guess finding a place away from that too would be one of those things I would like to do. Definitely make the family safe would be my number one priority. Because, so, you know, I've got the ammunition, I've got the weapons, and we've got the stockpile food, but, you know, who knows, you know, what, well, yeah. What worries me is just the ignorance of people right now. So, like, you said you live by a main road, right? Like, mm. Say people are just like, I do shit, live it's, by main road. Oh, you yeah. do? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So say people are like, shit, this is like purge. I'm just going to go around. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Like, that's at the time. Because people don't really think when panics happen. 
Oh, no, they like, think um, survival, you know, that, that, and you yeah. think about a lot of people that are alive right now, all the, you know, I'm from a weird generation. I remember when there was no such thing as the internet, and now there is a generation where all they know is the internet at the tip of your fingers. So imagine having all that taken away at the snap of a finger, boom, it's gone. And now you're living off the land, having to forage for food, or you're shooting animals to try to eat like overnight instantly yeah it's going to take a couple months for you to burn through your rations depending on who you are and where you live like obviously bigger cities have it way worse than what we would here in rinky dink southern illinois but you know that uh, to me i think that would be the worst scenario though is to be like in new york city or san francisco where like you're surrounded by nothing but like people you know yeah so well, that yeah. disease starts you know panning out you're in deep shit dude like yeah. deep deep shit that is the, the that is the worst scenario to be in. Uh, my ultimate goal, I guess, to be in there is I'm heading to Alaska, dude. Alaska? Yeah, I, I've been there. That's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm taking the boys, and we're going to Alaska. Obviously, the wife's coming with me. Please forgive me for not saying the wife's coming with me. But yeah, that's uh, oh, so that's it. that shotgun that hurt was not your wife being shot. <laughs> <laughs> Negative, <laughs> sir. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what about you, man? Give me your run by uh, run, play by play. What I would do, well, I, I'm kind of screwed because I live literally wall to wall with people right here. Right. So I'd probably end up going with my parents out to my aunt's because she's pure fucking country. And I'd just stay there for a couple of days, wait for people to kill other people. You know, wipe out the ignorant people, basically. Right. And then I would try to make my way up to somewhere where it's safe, where I know. But I'm not too sure. On that, right? Because at the same time, it'd be like, like you said, I, I grew up with the internet, so right. I don't know what it'd be like oh, not being able to check my Instagram, being like, bro, <laughs> where are my followers? Oh my Jesus, what's going on? Yeah, you know, no, like I think what makes it worse is like the not knowing. Yeah, especially when like we're not bringing government into this, but no, I'm no, saying no, like no. when the president like sends out messages saying we will no longer be with you. Mm -hmm. I think that's when time is that's just- Marshall Walls. Yeah. And you know what's insane is uh, that's something that could be happening like quite soon. I mean, that is actually a reality. Marshall so, Law is- I don't want to be stupid. What is Martial Law like? Okay, I, so Martial Law is like- I don't want to be stupid like, as shit right let's, now. Let's go like this. So basically what they're going to do, um, which I still think that this the police, they're still going to be active. They'll still patrol. But Martial Law is basically, you're on your own. Like you're oh. you're you're gonna be you know taking care of your own work while the government has to take a break to get their shit together you know whatever the scenario we're in let's say this let's say the coronavirus keeps uh, rapidly progressing right let's mm -hmm. let's say that keeps going what they're gonna do is they're gonna say okay um, right now we have no choice but we have to declare martial law so that means you're gonna protect yourself you're gonna be able to carry weapons on you you know obviously they're not gonna want you to go rob you know, loot and stuff like that. But at those times, that's when shit like that happens. Yeah. Is that, you know, during martial law. But, you know, that the police force, they're going to stay together. Hopefully, you know, hopefully that stuff stays intact to keep people that are going to be civil, you know, keep them safe. That's, that's what you want to happen. But, you know, if they declare martial law, I'm going to be definitely staying at my house, taking my kids. You know, we've got a camper. My parents do too. Or my parents have the camper. We'll take that crap. We'll go hide in the woods. 
you know, I know how to live off the land and without electricity, how to build fires from scratch. Yeah. That's what we would be doing, you know. And we, of course, my kids would hate it, you know, not having the Xbox and shit. But yeah. you know, but at the same time, it happens. I think they would grow up to realize what was happening. They'd realize how, like, how badass their dad is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that'd be like, bro, your dad's like that badass. Pussy whip up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But what I, I like about being in the country is like everybody knows how to hunt fish. Like, oh, for that's sure. That's like a skill out of my I house. think that's something that's really cool about living in Southern Illinois my whole life, um, basically, is you, it's like a rite of passage. You hunt, you fish, you live off the land for, like, you do those things yeah. here. If you don't wake up drunk as hell in a cornfield or in the middle of some kind of field, uh, in your teenage years, did you really grow up in Southern Illinois? I did. Like, did you? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what type of people are in Southern Illinois. You know. Yeah. That's the, those are the things you do when you're growing up. You know, if you didn't do that, you're not really from Southern Illinois. You know. Right. You, but what's the drunkest you ever got? Let's just let's go off key here a little bit. Okay. Let's get off subject here, <laughs> since we're talking about things like that. What is the most jacked up drunk you have uh. ever got in your life? Jacked up drunk that I've ever got. Yeah. I'm I gotta say my 21st birthday, like, I'm like, 21st birthday, it's gonna be one of those. Okay, I got you. Okay. We're yeah. not underage drinking at all. Yeah, none of that's. I'm only 19, but. I'm 3017. God, Jesus. He said I don't look old, like some people we know. Anyway, continuing <laughs> on. Continuing <laughs> on. <laughs> all right. Inside, Joe. Oh, okay. Jesus. Uh, the drunkest I've ever gotten was actually my 21st birthday to where right. I, I smashed like three, uh, no, take that back, not my 21st birthday. I went to Applebee's. Uh, I've, been, <laughs> hey, I've been to Applebee's on okay. my birthday. That's a play, great place to go. Oh no, it wasn't my birthday. It was just a random ass day. I went with all my brothers. Oh my god. And it's, it was funny because I told one of my friends that I work with, and mm -hmm. I, I told him, he's like, so what did you do? I said, I got drunk. He's like, where are I? I said, Applebee's. Applebee's. <laughs> 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 like, and I'll tell you after where it was, but. It was just funny because I had three strawberry, uh, three strawberry yeah, vodkas. Or bad. Okay, I three got strawberry you. vodkas. Me and my me and my other brother, not the one you know. Uh -huh. We had a chugging race, so I chugged my first one. Good. I Lord beat dude. his ass. Second one, I may have taken a fall. I don't know what happened. And then after that, I tried. I, I did PBR, and I was like, I need another one. I need another, I need another one. And then I was just like laughing the whole time we were driving back. I was like, I love you guys. My sister-in-law, who just had a baby, was just dying of laughter. It's hilarious, man. Oh my god, it was yeah. the best moment. So you know, I have to say, uh, like, we're gonna we're gonna go another off subject here, Kilter. Um, the reason we started this thing, dude, is because we got to know each other, and we're just gonna. I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a back history on this. We started. I uh, know. A little emotional. <laughs> I met him in the bathroom stall, glory hole style. Oh. I saw his mouth. I was like, that's a perfect Man, mouth. those days, the yeah. good old days. But no, you're watching. Um, think I'm like super gay. No, it's cool. She thinks I'm super gay. <laughs> oh my god. But I don't anyway, know why I whispered that. Um, it should be like, it's, I like. It's totally cool. It happens. But we, uh, we started talking at work, and we got this idea that we would uh, start doing this once a week, and uh, we're going to put the show on the air, and <coughs> hopefully everybody understands like what we're getting at. Um, uh, we're going to talk about you know the things we're talking about like right now, and um, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. One of uh, the other things we're going to be moving into, though, <coughs> now that we're done talking about Dylan's 
drunken escapades. Well, well, you never told about your drunken escapades. Oh, I was kind of hoping you wouldn't bring that up. That's why I was trying if to get out If you don't want to talk about it, right, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Just throw so, me under the bus like okay. that. Uh, a long, long time ago, when I was the ye old age of 17 years old, one of my friends, um, well, I had a friend named Danny. I used to get, like, he was really one of my best friends, like a brother to me when we were younger. You know how time goes. You grow apart when you're, you know, you grow up. Oh, um, <laughs> But um, um, I got, me and him, and I think there was a couple of us, um, one of my other friends, I think Alex might have been there, and some other people I know, I'm not too sure, uh, we wound up getting like super trashed, and Danny's sister's, uh, Danny's sister was driving us around, and we parked at Danny's uh, mom's house in Marion, I think is where they were living at, but um, dude, I don't remember half the crap that happened on that, but you ever get so drunk, like everything spinning well she was like taking back roads and it was nothing but turns and twists oh, and well we got there and all i can remember doing is throwing up in the back of her car it was terrible and like she was so pissed off at me uh that's probably one of the drunkest i've ever been um i remember one time uh, also though that um uh, i came home drunk <laughs> and uh my mom and my dad paul were uh pretty pissed off <laughs> at me <laughs> Uh, but uh, I don't want to get into that one too much. But that that was uh, those are two of the two of my reckless reckless days, man. So, but um, yeah, that's that's definitely how that uh, how that comes together. <laughs> Does it still reek of you? Oh Jesus! It's, uh, I don't know. I haven't talked to them in forever, so it might. Who knows, man? But um, yeah. Anyway, guys. So really quickly, we're gonna do something um, on here. What we like to do is call. <coughs> We're going to be dropping the hammer on it really quickly. We're going to change the subject up into some music. We're going to be talking about Falling in Reverse. as uh, a band that has come a long way. Um, originally, they actually kind of sounded like a boy band. And now they are drifting more towards something of a uh, darker metal arts. Uh, would you agree? Hell yeah, bro. They're old stuff. Like I even told you, they sound like Five Sauce a little bit. Like exactly. A little bit heavier of a Five Sauce. Right. And like uh, Justin Timberlake a little bit, like in that kind of range. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would, like, I would go down Timberlake style. And you know what? Like, don't get me wrong, I like those bands. Right, like Timberlake, right. But. And I agree with you, but like at the, still at that same point though, they still, even in their younger days, seven yeah. to nine you know, years ago, um, they still had that uh, falling in reverse, uh, that style. Like they still had that, you know, Ronnie Braddock. Uh, like that, uh, that raunchiness. Yeah. But now you go to it and you listen to it now, it is a dark world. Like, you can tell, like, he has been through some shit, dude. This, that, my favorite song right now is Popular Monster. We literally just watched the video. Um, and to me, I think that that video, um, and the way it is, it's set up. I love the story in it. Um, I love the breakdowns in it. Um, his scream is one of the most unique screams to me. There's two people in this world that um, I think have the best screams. Actually, three. Let's let's just say that off the bat. I'm gonna go with Corey Taylor, uh, Ronnie, and then of course Chester Bennington. Um, those three right there. But Ronnie has one of the most unique screams I've ever heard in my life. I don't know how you feel. I mean, like I agree with you with like that lineup that you just said. Mm-hmm. But I also think Matty Mullins. Mm-hmm. From Memphis, uh, Mayfire has like a huge deal. Okay, because he does it all by himself. Like, right, he doesn't have, say, Crown of the Empire has like three people that go that stream. Yeah, and then seeing, um, even like bands like uh, what uh, what are they, like, what are they called? 
uh, Emily Affliction, like. Oh man, yeah, like, like okay, they so have a pretty normal same. Like, so it's got, raspy. Like, yeah, you've got two different singers in there too. I mean, you've got one that does like the baby gooing, gogging, like regular singing, and then you've got one that just screams his ever-loving guts out. You know, like I love the Emily Affliction too. Like I think they're a great band as well. But to me, like right now, one of the most unstoppable machines is Slipknot. Oh um, God, yeah. You know, and to, uh, I seen them. Me, uh, my uh, oldest son, and my wife went and seen them this last year. Um, and I have to say, dude, uh, for some older guys, they put on a heavy, insane show. I, I must say that. I gotta say, I'm not a fan of Noel. It's good. It's mm-hmm. good. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing. Just, I'm sorry. I, I just feel like great. <laughs> you're disagree, okay. You're full of shit. It's but okay. No, I, I'm I, serious. I love it. I, I love Slipknot. Like, don't get me wrong. I've been there, like, since sixth grade. I, right. I've listened to them since sixth grade. I can't say I've listened to them since they first started. I was in the womb. Not even a fucking thought, to be honest. Listen. Right. It happens. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but Slipknot is definitely one of the most heavier bands. Like, right. But I just, I don't know. I feel like they took a step backwards with this new album. I, I, oh, for sure. Definitely agree with you. But I still think, though, they also took a giant leap forward in songwriting. Like, you, if you really, like, I'm going to let you check the album out. Like, I really think you should check the whole thing out. And well, you, really, really listen to the songs and the actual lyrics in them. Like, I think they took a gigantic leap forward when it comes to songwriting. Like, oh, they definitely did. But oh, at the no, same time, yeah. I think they might have went Heaviness. Over. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you on this. It's about time you fucking the, agree. The heaviness, the heaviness of Slipknot that we're used to, they did. They went a step backwards. I will agree with that. But I'm saying... Uh, songwriting, like yeah. songwriting, the the actual words and the meanings, like they have like a subliminal mind fuck way that they went about doing. I'm gonna go off topic a little bit. Like mm-hmm. their songs, like I I hear all the pain like go through because yeah. I watched videos on how he was like molested. Oh for sure, like, dude. I know what you're talking how about. How he yeah. at like uh, I think he said the age of sixteen. Uh, I think I've seen the same biography. Yeah, scene. like I've seen breakdown right where he like started. He get what yeah. is it? Does he get um, like he does it with therapy? A therapy. Yeah, he does yeah, it with a therapist. Yeah, yeah. And there was another one where he like I saw a pure interview of him and he's like. And, like, you can tell when he talks about Gray, like, Paul Gray, and, like, he starts tearing up a little bit. Because that was, like, his best friend. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, and, that's a deep I, shit to go through, man. Oh, God, yeah. And I think that's why they took so long to come out with a new album. I mean, But I, at the same time, I think fans are expecting them to just, you know, keep... Oh, yeah. And that. you know what? I And I think that that's such an unrealistic uh, expectation from a fan's point of view. Like, okay, you have to think about it this way. Everyone grows up, they go through stuff, and they put those things out there, and they try to... Uh, relate with humans on a you know realistic level and you, you think about okay let's go to Linkin Park all right hybrid theory they were teenagers or excuse me younger 20 year old people who have angst they're angry one step closer crawling points of authority you look at all those heavy songs that were inside of that that uh, that album you, you think about that now you go into Meteora still a little bit of that angst but there's also some of that softer stuff coming up progress into that they start to become older there's governmental like you know yeah. stuff that's in there and then you come up to the last album right before chester died you know they released this last one um that that one was basically about family love life you know there were you know it wasn't as heavy as it should have, you know it could have been but i understand where they're coming from well i'm 33 years old now and i'm not as angry as i used to be when i was 22 you know i have three sons and I completely understand the progression of, you know, that whole, 
you know, lineup that they go through. Well, I understand what they're going, you know, I understand like completely. Like their last album was about family and all that, but at the yeah. same time, you can still hear it's like, I want to face oh, the, the pain, the yeah. pain, the pain. That, and, yeah, I'll, I'll and I will say that the fans that said you don't hear his pain anymore, I'm like, you're fucking full of shit. And then the ones that are like, I didn't even know he was coming to Prince. So it's like, right. do you even listen to his music? Like, yeah, I know. He's man. like, I, I don't feel like being here anymore. Yeah, you got a badass hardware time. <laughs> uh, and once we start filming this live, you guys will be able to see. Well, of course, yeah. of course. But at the same time, I do know where you're coming from. Like, you do have to progress. Like, you can't stay. Yeah. Like, uh, say, wait and bleed. You can't keep, no. keep that. I, yeah. you, you'd love to, though. You'd love yeah. to keep that same progression going. But that at the same, same time, you're young. You know, that same uh, mentality. You would love to keep that going, you know, but you also have to remember, times change, people change. There's nothing that stays the same. Everything always changes. What? People, um, they no, always, wait, hang on. <laughs> no, you fucker. <laughs> no, people want, people always want things to, like, they want them, oh, you son of a bitch. They want things to stay the same. They do, but that's the un, you know, the, uh, the realistic, you know, thing, you know, of this world is changing. It never stops. It's yeah. a monster. It keeps going. And that's why I love, absolutely love Slipknot because they're realistic, man. Like their their songwriting, the, the way they play, their live shows, they're they're, you know, they're not as you know they're still angry. Don't get me wrong, they're fucking slipping up. They're always gonna be angry for some reason. But you go back to 1999, 2000, and you compare it to now, there is definitely change that has been implemented inside of that band. And so, I must say, I I love the changes. I love it, you know. And I don't know if it's just because I'm older and I I understand the changes. Change isn't—it's uh, necessary. So you have to change. If you don't change, you die. If you don't adapt, you die. You know that's the same with, thing with bands. If you look at bands, if you don't change with the times, you basically die. People forget about you. If you look at bands, you mean, uh, AFI, dude. Here's what I love AFI. AFI is an amazing band. Okay. You look at the uh, Sing Sorrow. You know, Leaving Song Part Two. That album, amazing, dude. All their songs sound the same. You look at Breaking Benjamin. It's an amazing band. I love them. Don't get me wrong. My wife is obsessed with them. It's her favorite band. But all of their songs sound the same. Like his voice, their, yeah. their beats, the guitars, the riffs. That's why I love Slipknot. It's that unique mentality. The guitars, the songwriting, all of that. You compare them to other bands, there's a reason why they're number one. Because of the change. You know? And that, that right there, that's it. I think I put the hammer down on you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. I think another reason why I think they sounded different, like, like yeah, they, they went down a little bit, but they also lost members, like Paul Gray, but also they lost their uh, other percussionists because... Uh, George or something? No, no, no. That was their drummer. Right. But their percussionist... Uh, my God, I fucking forget his name. He's the one with the long-ass nose. No. Chris... Uh, it's Chris something. Fiend. Fiend, yeah. He ended was, up yeah. suing them because he thought they were taking money and, like, yeah. it was his money. So right. they ended up kicking him out of the band because they were tired of him, like, being a bitch, basically. A little bit, but, yeah. Which but we, don't know the, we don't know the inside story, so we can't really call him a bitch, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah well, we can't really get into that. It was investigated, and it turns out there was nothing right. fishy on it. It was just him overthinking it. But I now know. he's out of the band, and now they have a new member who... Taco Face! <laughs> I got to see him live. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Well... No, 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 that's their new basis. Mm -mm. This is, no? 
Taco Face is the uh, he's the percussionist that took Chris's spot. Yeah. But Chris Finn's thing just happened this year, though. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm oh. saying. Yeah, it happened. Oh, okay. I seen him last year. That's what I seen him in oh. St. Louis. He took his uh, Taco Face. We'll, we'll look it up after this. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, I think it's just it's a new, it's new people have never been with the band, but for like a few years, and now it's like. Okay, so you have um, the drummer that's new, the bassist is new, and now the percussionist, yeah. Taco Face. Like, is... there's only a few original members left, and I'm happy about that. Like, I'm glad they're moving forward, but at the same time, I feel like I can hear the sound difference. I can't wait to get this computer thing going on, like, everything, so, like, the people can see what we're looking at. I know, right? That's Taco Face. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's her Tortillo Man! Yeah. Tortilla! Did you, did you hear about the rumor, though, that it was, uh... Corey Taylor in the video because the solid. I think it was him in the video, oh, yeah. but they like they have um, a new member for sure. Yeah, there's no way Corey Taylor could be singing and be doing the percussions. Who's your favorite Slipknot member? Favorite Slipknot? Sean, Sean Crin Nicole. Um, he's a, such a fucking maniac. Um, and, and sadly he lost his uh, daughter this year or last year. You know what? That does that does suck. That, that's very say. sad. Um. Okay. Who's your favorite? Uh, I'm gonna go with Jay, the Jay. drummer. Um, he actually, and if I'm not mistaken, he just was voted the number one drummer in the world. Um, Man, Jordy, Jor Jordy Jordison. Yeah. He's, People are like predicting he's gonna come back, but I don't he's him. too old, man. There's no way, dude. Well, he's trying to start his own band and like failed hard. Well, he was in a band too, um, Murder Dolls, I want to think is what they were called, mm -hmm. um, and they fell flat on their face. They were um, not as successful as he thought they were going to be. Well, I think he was relying on his fans from Slipknot to be like, oh my god, you know this what? Is and awesome. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Slipknot's Jay Weinberg, named world's best heavy drummer. So that's an accomplishment right there, man. They're still pumping out new fucking zitions, bro. Oh, new. Fucking musicians yeah. right there, but um, yeah, man, that that's definitely uh, something that I'd love to talk about is music. And on this podcast right here, you're gonna get to hear us talk about the latest music coming out, the newest CDs, us reviewing music, music videos. All of those are gonna be up to date, live. You know, you know, we're gonna be here talking about it. Me and the best bro here, Dillion. And once we get further into this, Brandon's actually going to start doing some covers mm -hmm. on it. And it's going to be on my production uh, company, just because we were hardcore miss missing names on product. It took us fucking forever to come up with the hammer. And Fun show. Like, we just came up with it literally today. Yeah, actually, we were at work. It's a funny story. We were at work, and we put, <laughs> uh, we put some people on blast, and... Uh, kind of helped them helped us uh pick out the name for our podcast which is the hammer um and uh, i think it fits though man it's heavy heavy metal it's what we're into um and yeah so that's what leads us to here where we're at right now man well sorry what you're good all right well besides music we're also going to be talking about movies um tvs etc etc uh, my asshole. That's, how I, that's correct. How I like to eat booty. Oh um, my god. Get, uh... We're not gonna be talking about that. <laughs> that's hilarious. But um, I like honestly, my asshole, if... a little sugar, a little salt, <laughs> peeled open like an orange syrup, or with the Jello. But I'm honestly though, there is a movie that I'm looking very, very forward to. Um, I cannot wait. I, it goes along with like the monster realm. 
uh, Kaiju, uh, Godzilla. I'm very much looking forward to King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, God. I, I know that there's a lot of people who don't like the, you know, that's that type of stuff. I grew up on that, and mm-hmm. that's something to me. I think if they do it right with today's uh, technology and today's, um, you know, all this crazy graphics that they can do, they do that right. Just like King of the Monsters. I'm sorry, dude, but Rodan, the way they made him look, it was amazing. It was one of the best movies I think I've seen in a while. Well, look at Godzilla, Godzilla, the new King Kong. Yeah. That shit was bad. Honestly, ass. yeah, that was. You're right. Like, dude, that I was like, great. Like, I like Jack Black's version, but at the same time, that one was a little cheesy because it was... That one was, was really more about... Okay, really so, like, there's basically... There is... Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's, a, like, a couple different versions of King Kong. So King Kong is basically a, a love story, right? It's a monster yeah. movie, but it's like Beauty and the Beast on steroids. Or Frankenstein. Yeah, if you, really you know, it, if you really want to get into it, it basically is. But Frank, but actually, King Kong isn't created. You know, he's these are an actual species of things. You know, monsters that exist. Well, if you want to get technical, Earth created them. Well, oh, yeah, sorry. my God, Jesus. Earth is Frankenstein. It is oh, a monster. <laughs> you're, sorry, you're, right. You're, no, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. But at the same time, like, you look at that, okay, so King Kong is a love story, you know? For sure. Monster sees blonde woman, uh, monster falls in love, protects, dies. The reason, I, the, reason, <laughs> the reason I liked the, um, the, the new Kong, King Kong movie is because they kind of steered away from that and they focused on, like, the journey. Uh, you look at all the different monsters that they introduced inside of the, the new movie, too. It, it definitely was a, a, well, you know, it was an eye-opening, like, monster. Like, check it out. This is Skull Island. These are all the monsters. This isn't a love story. This is a monster movie. That's why I like, I, I honestly like that one. Uh, I really did. I'm glad you pointed that one out. I love the, I love the whole thing about it. even Samuel Jackson saying, like, his famous line. Dude, oh my god, that was great. You know, they were trying to get him to come back, like he was wanting to come back for another Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know how that would have played out. Well, <laughs> you know how fans can be and how they speculate. Yeah. Sort of like, he didn't technically die because Palpatine didn't technically die. Either. Right, pushed him out the window or whatever. You know, we, we really don't know what happened to him. Yeah, though, but you know? Palpatine got fucking flown down several flights of fucking... No. God knows what, he survived it all. You, uh, you seen an Sorry, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, oh my god. Like I'll Han never died. be able to watch that movie now that you told me the end. <laughs> I didn't tell you that. Han Solo died? <laughs> I was so pissed about that. I was like, what? No, you lied. Daddy didn't Watching lie. that in the theater, though, like, okay, let's say, going into that, I seen that, then, and I hadn't heard anything yet. Um, there was speculation, though. Like, this is going on to the internet, like, people guessing kind of what was going on. So, going into it, I took my sons to see it, Briston and Tyler, and we were watching it, and when that happened, they had recently just watched A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, so they kind of knew who Han Solo was, and when that happened, like, they took it harder than I did. They cry? No, they didn't cry, but, like, like, I definitely was kind of angry because I didn't understand, like, we got basically half an hour with him, and it was over. Like, yeah, he was in, he was in quite a bit of the movie. But, like, to me, I felt like he should have died off. If they're going to kill him off, which I know he wanted to have his character killed off, why not save it for the second film? Well, because you're, you're, you're doing three films there, man. Yeah. You do it in the second film, that builds up the third. You know? You do that in the second film, that builds up the third. 
They did it in the first film, and then the second film was just... Well, you gotta also think, the first film, Who Kylo Ren was like a badass. He stopped yeah. a fucking laser. But then, oh, I agree. Then he became a pussy. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, nowhere! You, Sorry, you do, guys. But... You do all that stuff except for kill Han Solo in the first movie. Stop the laser, make him look like a badass, build him up further. You go into the into the second movie. You go into that second movie, and you have that that scenario. Maybe not on the same planet. Let's say they blow up that death, the planet killer. Let's say they have that same scenario. They kill Han Solo in the second movie. You know? There you go. Now you've set up the third movie even bigger. You just killed off Han Solo in the second movie. He made it through the first movie. Princess Leia, everybody's going to the third movie. Shit, you can kill off Chewbacca on the third movie if you want to. Make it a big deal. Kill off some fucking people, for Christ's sake. But, like, make it a big deal. Like, I, I loved I'm sorry. The way they shot that, I think that death scene itself was really beautiful. Like, a father-to-son moment. You know, he didn't have the strength. Han Solo knew the whole time. You see, you know, you play that down. They knew what's going on. He knew what's going on. But I'm still saying, you save that second movie. That builds up the third movie. And, and then you... Have the turmoil only in the third movie. Yeah, you in the third movie, we have this. Two fucking and, and not only that, but, like, you take that third movie, dude. This this last one that came out, this god-awful trilogy. I thought you liked it. Like, I know, I liked it. I really did, but I'm saying... This, what we're talking about yeah, okay. right now, okay. has me opened up to this, what we're, you know, the overall, the bigness, this big bubble we're talking about. You you take this last movie, and it makes it even better. Like, it makes it really good. Now, what I would change, though, is I would still have Kylo Ren dying, but I would have Rey going to, like, kill him. And I wouldn't have them kissing and all that shit going on. Palpatine coming back, I would still have that happening. I like, I honestly like that. I, I really did. I loved the darkness, how visceral and oh, it was creepy. Well, honestly, if if uh, Star Wars fans like brand new Star Wars fans and it's on this new trilogy, like they would honestly be a little confused. Like third movie, like oh, say, I would be. Like, like honestly, if you jump in third movie, yeah, you're gonna be fucking confused no matter what, but. If you're like, why are two different characters having two different turmoils that connect yeah. to one? And then why is Princess Leia, already dead from the second one, keep in mind, yeah. dying in a fucking third movie just to disappear when she, her son yeah. disappears? Yeah. It's like, where does that come into sense? You know what I think, too, that they really screwed up on? <laughs> and like, and like, I really, really, really think they screwed up on this, man, is in these movies, in this new trilogy... They had way too much shit going on. There was way too many side stories. Yeah. You know, there was way too much shit going on. There was no focus on the main story. It was, oh, hey, oh, this is going on. Side screen to the left. Let's go to this story. Side screen to the right. Here we go to this story. Like, it was like watching an episode. I I know, and I'm sorry. Like, that ruined the movie for me. Like, I loved it. I actually liked it. The third movie better than I did the second movie. The second yeah. movie for me was kind of shitty, but I, I liked the third movie. I overall liked it. I enjoyed it. My kids enjoyed it. I did like it, but I know there is so much room for improvement. But obviously, J.J. Abrams, all of them, if they were here, they would probably slap me in the face and say, if I could do better, I would, you know, go ahead. Well, J.J. Abrams disagreed with every Star Wars fan saying, no, I'm the best. This is yeah. the best ending it could have possibly been. But that's another thing. They had a different director for and you know, two. Do we sound like stereotypical Star Wars fans right now? Bro, like, I'm a oh, Star Wars, Star Wars. Oh, you know, 
Like, we're never happy with anything that happens. Well, How about this? I was happy. Rogue One was the shit. I liked Rogue yes. One, man. I'm sorry. Or you were green. Yes. You're green. It connected yes. the story so well. Like, I, I love, love the Darth scene where he opened the that, Oh, my God. That darkness. And then you hear... Yes. And then... Like that, I know that was Christian Hansen, right? Gene. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. pretty cool. That was That's him, pretty cool. Actually, like he said, he wants to play Darth Vader. He said he doesn't care if he doesn't come back as Anakin. He said he wants to be the body of Darth Vader. He's That's like, pretty cool. He's like I don't give a shit, basically, if uh, his voice is heard, all yeah. that stuff. Because yeah. the original Darth Vader fucking hated it because he was like, I, I need my voice to be on and all that, and he's actually bad for conventions, like I right. told you. Because he's a little bitch, but you know, hey, you know, it happens. Eighty years old, do. but still a little bitch. <laughs> Jesus, man. But um, that's our take on Star Wars. <laughs> you guys think you all have more Star Wars takes? Because it's yeah. a very frustrating. Like, I will say in the third one, they had a badass fight scene against Luke and Leia. That, that was okay. Cool. You that know what? Cool I will give you that. That whole going back to the throwback, the throwback scene. To the fourth movie. And seeing Leia with a lightsaber was really, that, that blew my fucking mind. Like, that was really cool, man. That was awesome. I think they might have had plans for her to actually be a Jedi if she didn't die. I think they might have had plans for that. I, I feel like they should have done it in the original trilogy. Like, I understand. Like, you you know, you go back, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Like, they're yeah. golden. They're great. You And what sucks, though, is, like, no matter what they make, no matter what is made in the Star Wars realm, it's always going to be compared to that. Now... For instance, if you look at The Mandalorian, though, I love it was because fire. they went in a different direction, and we have a new story, there's nothing expected, we don't have this version of a movie where we go, oh, well, we have this to take from The Mandalorians. Nope, never been done before, all you know of is Boba Fett, Jango Fett, here you go, here's this, deal with it. I love it. I think it's amazing. What I love, it's not so heavy on the, like... I'm on the dark side. No, I'm on the like like rebels. Yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Leave me the hell alone. I will do anything in my power to protect to protect the child. Right. Like he had a he knew this child was like special. Oh, for sure. Like, or he would have killed it himself because it was the reward was dead or alive. Yeah. That that scene that's a that is a cool series and um, I have to say like it's probably. <laughs> The scene where the the droid um, is on the speeder bike with Baby Yoda on it at the end that that scene to me is hilarious and it's also thrilling. That's a good scene. What I found funny was them like fucking this like the clone or not clones the stormtroopers were taking. Oh around. my god! And they slapped the yes. shit out of the baby and he's like, um, I think you killed it. Dude, I can't remember, remember what famous actor that is too. Yeah, they, they had a famous actor. That was in, that's the one that actually punches Yoda in the face. Really? Excuse me, whatever you want to call it. It's not a baby Yoda, I know, but whatever the scientific name for it is. Okay. He punches the shit out of that thing. Until I know exactly what the fuck Yoda is, it's Yoda. It's baby Yoda. You know, well, yeah. You know what, what, we, I don't know what the species name, it doesn't it's have a name. Been explained. So why can't we just enjoy the fact that we get to call it baby Yoda? Like, I think why, that that's why, something that we should do. Why rip that for... Like, we all know it's not fucking Yoda. It's taken place years after Of Yoda. course. Of course. You know, we... That's something that we all know. But, you know, that's... That's due, due to the masses of fanboys... <laughs> our little baby bitch asses. That's what we have to do. You know, that that's... That's what it is, man. You call it baby Yoda, you're politically incorrect. Oh, my God. Speaking of politically incorrectness... 
Um, the next time I get in trouble for calling somebody ma'am, I'm gonna flip the fuck out. What happened? Okay. I so, like, I hear this. <laughs> like, I've been, I, I got in trouble once. They're like, I said, hey, how you guys doing? They're like, we're not guys, we're, we're not females. Guys. And we're like, I'm like, oh, how sorry, are you hold on, before we, before we continue on, we're dropping the hammer here, guys, on you. We're gonna be switching subjects yet again. Um, and this is this one's my bad because it just came up to me because of the whole baby Yoda bullshit. How dare you, this, you this mother? Go go right ahead. Go right no, ahead. I'm joking. Go ahead. No, you you had a the guys thing. What was that about? You said you no, guys. I already said it. I already okay. said it. Like they're so, like, oh, I don't want to tie this in, but um, there is a place where I go to to make money uh, for a Circle? living. Uh, no, for a living. Um, I was running some He's stuff, doing some things, <laughs> and um, I happened to say, here you go, ma'am, here's your items, and clearly a woman, um, I mean clearly a woman, <laughs> sitting in the driver's seat of the car, looks at me like awestruck, like I'm a absolute moron, and says, how do you know I'm a girl? And I wanted to say so bad, well, I don't know, your tits kind of give it away. But, uh, you know. Were they uh, big? I mean, they're, you Sloppy. know, whatever. Sloppy. You know, they're, I mean, whatever. You know, you could clearly see she had breasts and that it was a woman. She didn't have an Adam's apple and didn't look like, you know, Andre the fucking giant. But, you know, she was, yeah, you want anybody with a peanut? You know, none of that stuff was going on. But she was sitting there and she clearly got angry with me. And looked me right in the face and said, "You know, how do you know I'm? A, how do you know I'm a woman? How do you know? I, I didn't know what the fuck to say, dude. I look like I'm pretty sure I looked scared, like because I was like, is this that moment where I am gonna be filmed freaking out on someone, freaking out on somebody because of no, this man, whole gender bullshit that's going on? You know, and I'm not trying to, you know, you can I I don't care what you identify as." I don't care, I but if I'm just trying to be nice to you, if I'm just, you know, hey, you know, here you go, here's your bullshit, well, the thing that you ordered from me, here you go, here it is, ma'am, sir. You, you know, give ma'am her the respect. Yeah, whatever, you know, and I'm not trying, I'm not like that, I don't, your gender is your business, I'm not going to press that on you, you know, and I'm pretty sure Dylan stands by that too, you know, your gender is your business, what you do is your business. But I don't like it when it's pushed on me and made no. it feel like I'm the stupid person because I said a word. You know, I'm sorry that 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 society is dumbed down to that point now where you have to be careful where you can't go back to, oh, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I was raised that way, man. I was born in 19 motherfucking 87. So when shit, you really happens, are old. Hey, I know. Wait, 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 were you around the OJ times? OJ I remember that happened. Oh my god! Hey man, the glove didn't fit. You must have quit. I know, I know all that. You know, I would have said the same thing if I got a woman pregnant. I did. I've gotten a woman pregnant uh, three times now, or twice. You know? Well, it's just because your ass doesn't wear condoms, you know. Well, yeah. I like making babies. The wife and mine. You know, this is probably a private conversation. Let's just skip past this. Heather, if you're listening, I apologize. <laughs> just skip past moment 42, 28 seconds. Yeah, we're not talking about Pussy. us and you know, none of that stuff. Anyway, back to... So how's that vagina? <laughs> oh, God, you fucker. Back to the... Um, back to that, though. Like, yeah. I... Re that, okay. 
you watch all these videos where people like snap on each other where it's like, oh, you called me ma'am or you called me sir or blah, blah, blah. It is ma'am. You know, those videos. They're funny. And I actually got put in that situation. And what I'm, my point is, is it's, it's embarrassing because you don't know what to say. Like, at that, at that point, oh my god, Hollywood, turn your fucking phone off. <laughs> at that point, I was, I don't know, you know, like, I really felt very, I, you know what, I knew all the things I wanted to say, but I had to stay, like, business, you know, as usual. I had, oh, my bad, you know, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to, you know, and as a business person, you have to say those things, and you have to be able to, you know, be, keep your calm and your cool, you can't you know, break character or whatever, you know, because I like to pretend like I'm an actor when I'm at work. But, you know, that, that I must say, is, is something in society. I don't know how you feel about it, but it bothers me. What I want to say is, if you go through, like, a restaurant, retail, whatever the, whatever the hell it is, be nice to the people. Like, don't be hey, an man. asshole. Like, I, I've dealt with so many assholes. Like, I had one guy flip out on me because I asked, do you want a Pepsi with this instead? And they're like, what are you going to do? Just tell me what I want? And I was like, All right. I didn't really know what to say, so when a woman started taking that order, he was he was like all nice and everything, but right. when I ran out of food, he was kind of like an asshole still. It's and like weird. what like what the fuck is wrong with people? To the point where you have to be that disrespectful to someone that's trying to do their job. You know, like you don't see me coming into your office and being like, "Yo, yeah. bitch, where's my food at? Right. It's been two minutes. I've been waiting forever." It's Why like, are my taxes done? Like flip yeah, out exactly. on a tax person, you know? Yeah. Or flip out on the doctor saying, "Why is my heart in my new body?" Yeah. Or like. Like, you know? none of that shit happens there. Like, I get they probably do have their moments, but it happens more in retail and fast food than anything. You know? To where people are disrespected, too. Like, I've seen women, like, I've seen people yeah, die. I know, man. And I've seen people, like, quit their job because they're like, I can't handle this. They get depressed, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a, it's a hard job. One of the things I have to say after, you know, five years, I did this, I've done a job where I worked in the food industry from the age of 16 years old to about maybe 17, 18. And then I uh, worked again after, you know, um, my first child was born. I worked at a restaurant in Carbondale, Illinois for a while. And then I didn't work in restaurants for about maybe four years. And then I got back into it, you know, the past four years I've been into it now. And I love it. I love cooking food. I love food. Food is my passion. But what you really do, fatty? No, I'm joking. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm what the last person to be saying. What makes me really, um, I guess, I don't even know the word for awestruck, uh, like dumbfounded, um, is the fact that human beings treat other human beings so poorly. And what's really crazy is on Sundays, Sundays after church, we get the church people that come in, and they're the most rudest people I've ever dealt with in my life. I'm not saying that I don't believe in God or whatever. And we don't talk about that on this show, by the way. Or but politics. I, or politics, really. Sorry. But what I am going to say is, on Sundays, you would think that that crowd, you can tell who they are. They come in, you know what, I'm not trying to specifically identify who they are, but you know who they are. It's Sunday. They're dressed up in their clothes. They come in. They are the absolutely most worst humans I've ever dealt with in my life. They need to definitely read that book a little bit harder. Well, my thing is I've been to church before, and the pastor says, treat others like how you want to be treated. Yeah, man. And it's like, 
How can you go to church and then cry there and be like, yes, I praise the Lord and all that yeah. and then turn Or around. Satan, whatever it is that your church going to. I don't give a shit what you worship as long as you don't like try to come and kill me. Yeah, you know? whatever, man. Like, I don't give a fuck what you worship. Heard like, that. Put that there. Yeah. Clear as day. What, but what I do care about is how you treat other people. Yeah. Like, like honestly, like keep this in mind. People who have your food, they're fucking handling your food. Yeah, man. They can, we can spit shit it. in your tacos, bro. You know, I've they, seen like a job. I'm not gonna say it, but I've seen people spit in people's food, and I've stopped no. it before. I've never. Okay, I'll have to say this. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. It's never where I work with you. Okay, well, I would hope not because I would have to kill you. No, but it's. I've never seen that in a restaurant I've worked at where someone has defaced someone's food because I wouldn't allow that. Yeah. But I must say, there are times where someone has done something or wronged me in the wrong way. Um, where um, I have wanted to do that. And it's a very dangerous game you play where you send something back and you're just being a general, absolute fucking dick about it. That you are playing a dangerous game when you sit there and you're like, hey, I didn't order double, I ordered a single, and I clearly took your order and you clearly said double or triple or a steak, whatever it was that you ordered. And I heard you, and you looked at me, and we got this right, and I read it back to you, and that was what you ordered. That's what happens, and then you send it back. And especially in that manner that they send it back in, there is an issue there that there's a fire they're playing. And then they expect you to give them free, like, Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, what do I get? What am I getting out of this? Yeah. My favorite line of all time, though, is, I don't want anything. I'm not trying to get anything free. I'm not trying yeah, you are. I mean, you know when this system Especially works. when you call three hours after you had your food, ate it all, and said, yeah. my order was oh, wrong. and I don't have the receipt. Well, you're shit all over. Yeah, you know. Do you know how many times I just want to be like, click. But I say my name at the beginning of the line saying, you have to, yeah, you know. It's all about being professional, and I want to thank you, though. You know, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, in, in this industry. I must say this. Uh, with us working together, I will say this. <laughs> and I'm glad I get to say this on air in front of thousands of people or, you know, hundreds or even to the five people who listen to Thank this. You, Mom and Dad. Thank you, Brandon's wife. Dylan is <laughs> one of the most upright professional people I've ever worked with. Um, he takes care of the food. Friend. He makes sure the job gets done, you know, and I'm proud to work with him. So. Same for Brandon, you know. Aww. Like, Okay, now you just ruined it. <laughs> but, like, I, I've seen managers flip the shit out of people on people because they were in a bad mood. Brandon could be pissed off all he wants, but he treats everybody how they were treated. You gotta be equal, man. Yeah. But, guys, you know... Actually, last... Like, I want to do this one more segment. It's going on about 50 minutes. We're good. No, you're good. Uh, I, I think we should do, like, a versus versus... Like, a verse versus... Oh, you. I yeah, yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Right now, this guy is about to drop the hammer. I'm going to do my zipper. The hammer's getting dropped, guys. Listen, <laughs> this is the segment that I'm very excited about, and I didn't know if we were going to do it on this show, but the versus, versus, versus. I know we already dropped the hammer once, but bitch, this is double. This is the third hammer. We're dropping it. The trifecta is happening. Listen, ladies. All Listen, right. Gina. All, All right, right, man, you got it. This is yours. Roll with it. Roll with it. Ah. Who, who did you want to do, though? That's the question. I didn't think of anybody. All right, I, I, like, so I got I it. I got it. I got it. All right, I got it. And I want to do something that split us right in half. I Listen. mean, after my bedroom. All right, so guys, this is the kind of uh, 
if I'm correct here, versus 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 is where you take. Uh, we're we're big fans of horror, and we're gonna take our characters that we like, and we put them against each other. Oh, so that I'm third person correctly. should be like a location. Yeah, we could put location, or we could even put a third person in this battle. So what we're gonna throw out in this one is you can leave comments below. However you want to do it, you guys throw it throw it at us what you want to do in the next episode because this is gonna be in every single episode of you know the hammer. This first episode is gonna deal with this. And we were literally talking about this before we did the show today. Um, we're going to have Jason Voorhees versus Michael Myers, and the location is the woods. Now, ooh, that puts in my like. I know there's been a fan film made about this, but I want realistic expectations. Me and Dylan here were talking about it. I still think, I, I he thinks my uh, Jason would win. And you know what? There's a part of me that I, I'm kind of split in between because I feel like Michael Myers is like really smart and can outsmart, you know, I know Jason has the science and the, the, the lure of him coming back from the dead and all that other bullshit, but you know, Michael Myers is, I, I feel like I'm split. I'm not sold on either side and I need your guys' help on this, you know. All right. So I think since, since you're like keep in mind guys, I'm heavily into Michael Myers. I have a fucking tattoo on my phone. Yeah, I agree. It's beautiful. By the way, when we have the camera up and rolling, we will be showing off the tattoos. Yeah, and if you're offended by tattoos, just click off. Don't listen to this. You probably already clicked off after we dropped the first fuck bomb. <laughs> but anyways, like I feel like you should do like Michael Myers, like his like stats basically. Yeah. And I'll do Jason's because you know that's the sign. I'm okay. Gonna... Okay. All right. And so I love both sides. How about this? Like... Let's set up the scenario on this show, and then on the next show. Come back with we're going to come back to it and we're going to have a winner by by that show that's what we're going to oh, do so we should find something in like to like i, I wouldn't say algorithms but like um how about this we'll do the stats so or we could ask people where we work with be like who would you think wins? okay like, how about that we'll do it that like, way and, and you guys also vote in on this at the bottom I'll, you know the you know in the comments leave it down there who do you think would win do you think jason would beat michael myers uh, in the woods, or do you think that, you know, Michael Myers would beat Jason? That's what I think is Michael Myers would beat Jason. But do you think Jason would beat Michael Myers also? And keep in mind, in the bio, I am going to be dropping the social media links to our pod, like, to where we access it from. So I will pull a poll on Twitter, Instagram, and I think those are the only two that we're going to fuck with, really, mainly is Instagram and Twitter. Right. I, I mean, I, I'm taking care of all of it. But I'm saying a poll. Facebook. I'll, I'll share it on my Facebook yeah. page as well. And we're, we're going to try and get... This is all new to us, guys. And, you know, we're going to... The more that we progress into this, the more social media we're going to get into with it. But just remember, it's the hammer. You got Dylan and Brandon. You know, we're coming at you. All the latest news, horror, current events, music. You know, just generally talking about things that are going to... Also, one of the things that we're going to be doing, and I'm very, very excited about it, is we're gonna have special guests on here. Um, and I do believe, not maybe the next episode, but the episode after that, episode three, uh, we're gonna have our friend um, Thor on here. <laughs> and uh -huh. if you Dungeons and Dragons fans are out there, you're gonna love this third episode, cause we're gonna get right into that. No, we're, we're gonna, gonna have a little sneaky peeky of the Dungeons and Dragons. And uh, he'll be on here explaining how to play and stuff like that. And we potentially might play. Well, maybe. Who knows, maybe. right? Suck on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So for me and Dylan, we're going to be uh, dropping the hammer on you on a weekly basis. Every Tuesday, guys, uh, we're going to be air, uh, shooting, and we'll uh, release it during the week. So, so thanks. 
So we'll film it Tuesdays, but keep in mind it may drop uh, Wednesdays or Thursdays. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry that I didn't correctly put it out there. I'm sorry. We're, we're putting it on on Tuesdays. Wednesdays and Thursdays. And it might come out on Wednesday or Thursday, maybe Friday, Saturday, depending on how fast it gets edited by this piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it took us three weeks to film, like, to get this episode started. <laughs> we did put a lot of time into this, guys, and we'd just like to thank everybody that we talked to, um, everyone that helped us out to get to this point um, leading up to this. Thank you, Dylan, for all the, you know, electronics that you put into this. Um, I'd like to thank... Um, uh, all the people we talked to at work, Connor, um, I'd like to thank Thomas, Johnny, um, the other Thomas, a lot of the people at work we talked to about this and some of the ideas we got from them. Um, just thank you guys, and yeah, so I guess we'll see you on the next episode. Have a great day, guys, and we'll catch you later.